Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Jesus in the Cup of Joe. How y'all doing? I hope and pray you guys are having a fantastic day. You got you a great cup of Joe and you're ready to go, especially this morning. Um, I tell you what, the thermostat only says it's 43 degrees, but we got actually a little bit of wintry mix falling right now up here in North Georgia. Which, I mean, it's a little bit of rain, a little bit of sleet mixed in, but uh, it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice. So listen, um, I'm going to holler at y'all for a few minutes, talk about a few things um, that's kind of been on my mind. Um, so if y'all don't mind, I'm going I'm to kind of talk with you guys. Well, I know we'll have some more getting on here in a few minutes, but anyway, so let me, let me see. I got to get to my, I got to get to my section real quick. All right, Matthew 514, all right, that's what I want to talk about today. Matthew 514, which reads that you are a light on, of the world like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden, okay? We are a light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. So, as I put in the title, talk about letting your light shine today, okay? So, I'm, I'm actually going to talk about two, two different things, though. All right, so I gotta be, I gotta present transparent. I'm gonna be talking about two different things. And this, this usually goes hand in hand in the Bible. All right, usually goes hand in hand in the Bible when you're looking at it. But I'm gonna talk about being the light of the world. And I'm gonna talk about being the salt of the earth. And what I mean by the salt of the earth is I'm also gonna question you guys and ask this question. What flavor are you in this world? All right. So we're going to start off with just general talking this morning about, you know, how everybody's evening was last night. Make sure everybody had a good evening and all of that. And so, you know, yesterday, if you joined me yesterday, um, kind of went reminiscing yesterday, honestly. I went, went back thinking and, and talking about my days in the fire service. And... You know, talk about all the all the times and different calls and all of that that we used to do. So, if you if you didn't tune in yesterday, we you know, like I said, I was talking about the fire service. But this morning, I'm actually going to talk to you. It's going to be two parts. Uh, Matthew five fourteen, which I just read, which is, you know, you're the light of the world. You're a city on the hill. You can't hide your light. And but I also want to talk to you about what flavor you are okay i'm gonna let you ponder on that second one for a minute so let's let's talk about this light all right when you read matthew 5 14 what it's talking about is we have the light of jesus shining in us all all believers in christ all followers of christ have a light that shines in them that the world sees and see that's how the world can also size you up and judge you is by the light that shines from you. What I mean by this is 
there are times, all right? It's just like when you, when you were a kid, you walked into a classroom for the first time ever, all the kids looked at you. They were sizing you up. First time you ever took a job, you walked in to start, start work. All the people that were working there looked at you and sized you up. That's what the world does to us. As believers, as followers of Christ, we are sized up. We are compared against the world. They start comparing us against all things. But see, as the Bible says, we are separate people. We're just here for a short period of time. We're traveling through this world. Okay? And so being a being a light, being a light in like a city that can't be hidden, that's on a hill because it shines brightly, that's that's how we're supposed to live our life. We're supposed to live our life bright and shining for others. Because being a follower of Christ, having Jesus in our heart, believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, the love that Jesus showed the world during his ministry is the light that we need and the love that we need to let show through us. But that don't always happen. That doesn't happen with the best of Christians. Definitely doesn't always happen with the worst of Christians. Because we attend to fall into the world instead of being separated by the world. All right? We tend to fall into the norm as everybody calls it you know i'm gonna I'm do this i'm a you know I, i'm trying to be positive but i'm around a bunch of negatives so i'm gonna kind of be lukewarm and you can't really do all that you really can't all right so let your light shine before others let people see your light all right now there are some there are some people like i said there may be people that that do not believe in Jesus for one reason or another, and they have their own reasons. Some are uh, different cultures, different religions, different beliefs. And you know what? It's not me to judge. It's not me to sit here and say, well, you're wrong, I'm right, I'm right, or you know, you're right, I'm wrong, whatever. It ain't for me to judge. Okay? People of, of different backgrounds and different beliefs, different religions, we can all learn from one another. We sure can. I'm a firm believer. I, I believe I can sit down with someone who, who practices Hindu and I could probably learn something from them. Just like I can sit down with someone who, who is of the Islamic faith and I can learn something from them. But I also believe that they too can sit down and, and listen you know, to me and maybe learn something from me. I don't know, you know, but I try to, I try to treat people with the most respect that I can because it's, it's what Jesus would do. Okay. So letting our light shine is something important, especially in this time. All right. Um, I was on Twitter this morning, early this morning, kind of giving a shout out to some of, some of the people who, who I communicate with. And I ran across a young lady's post where she was talking about mental health crisis um, this time of the year and how she was struggling and all she was doing is asking for prayer and asking, you know, what's the best way to combat, you know, to combat this. And I found that interesting because 
I don't think she was just posting to, you know, play the pity me party. I think she was, I, I would assume she was sincere. I mean, when you're reading a post, you don't really know the emotion behind it. It's just you're reading it. You can only, you can only assume a certain emotion. But, uh, but I've talked about that on, on this show, and I've talked about it on my podcast many a times about mental health crisis, mental health awareness, suicide rates. I mean, think about it. We're one. We're less than a week away from Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. People are depressed this time of year. They're depressed for several reasons, and it's it's mo- more likely unlike them to be this depressed or this low, right? But given this time of the year, given the situation of the condition of the the current environment they're depressed. And I know Christians right now who are also depressed because of the the time of year and stuff of this nature, which always raises the questions from the not yet believers of, well, if you're, if you claim to be a Christian and you have Jesus in your life, why are you so, so depressed? Well, and I always have to stop and remind them, look, we're still flesh. We're still, we're still human. We're, we're not, we're not a, we're not divine. We are, we are human. We have emotions and we go through a variety of emotions and we go through different seasons in our life. And some people are struggling with mental health, right? But as believers, as followers of Christ, we should let our light shine in front of others. Okay, because I believe the light of Jesus that shines from us has a purpose when it shines from us. All right, it goes out there and it does its job. What job am I talking about? It's kind of, it's, it's like this. Go into a dark room, take you a flashlight, even use the, the light off of your, your cell phone. Turn it on. Anywhere that you shine that light, the darkness is not around it. It runs away from it, correct? That's the way Jesus is. Jesus is the light, right? He shines in a world of darkness. And the darkness is, is Satan. The darkness is the devil. It's evil. But he, he can come in and he can remove that when he enters the area, all right? So, you know, be the light. Be be the light, because I, I promise you, there's there's something, and I don't know who. It ain't ain't for me to know who, but I believe this morning. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you all this. This morning, I believe the reason I'm doing this show, talking about this topic this morning, is because the Lord's laid it on my heart. All right, see. Being in a ministry for 22 years, ladies and gentlemen, I'm a firm believer of one thing. One thing I have learned out of that 22 years is this. Number one, God's word will never go out void. Anytime God's word is spoken, it goes out. It has a purpose. It will. It, it is like an arrow being shot from a bow. It's going to hit its target. Now, 
who who is that target? What is that target? I don't know. It ain't it ain't for me to know. All right. That's that's for the Lord to know. But sharing this today, talking about being the light of the world and the, the second part I'm going to get into, I believe there's a reason for it this morning. This very morning, I believe there's a reason for it. OK, I believe somebody who's listening to this right now, and I don't know how many of y'all are on here because I'm driving. I haven't looked at the numbers and don't really care, but but it's either for you or it's for someone that you know that you're going to be able to take and share. I'm, I'm a believer in that. All right. So, you know, all we do is put it in the Lord's hand and trust him. All right. The second thing is this. I asked you, you know, what, what, what flavor are you at the beginning of this? And I'm not, I'm not talking skin color. I'm not talking anything like that. Because if you look in the Bible, if you, if you read over in Matthew, when, when Jesus is talking about being the light of the world, he's also talking about being the salt of the earth. And he tells the disciples to be the salt of the earth. And he explains salt. Because see, salt was a very sought after commodity back in the biblical days. All right? Number one, it, it preserved food. You could, you could preserve your, your food and, and keep it and store it for a period of time with salt, right? But also, if you've ever heard the old saying, you know, are you worth your salt? That, you know, that meant, are you, are you worth, are you worth the money? Okay. Because see, also back in those days, some uh, people were paid by salt, little, uh, I believe, little uh, bags of salt. Which was, uh, like I said, it was a very expensive commodity back then, right? Unless you were extremely wealthy, you didn't have salt. You know, you you had to save up, or I guess, and, and buy it, and all of this, and and there was a, it was you know, a lot to it. So, you know, when we hear the word, are you you know, are you worth your salt? Means, you know, are are you worth the money? Are you are you worth the price? Okay. So when I ask, you know, you know, what season or, you know, what, what flavor are you? What seasoning are you? I'm talking about, are you the salt of the earth? Are you where God needs you to be? Or are you a, are you a season that is deal? That's, that's sour. Or are you, you know, are you chili pepper? Or chili powder? Are you a little spicy? You know, what's your seasoning? In other words, where is your heart at today? At this very moment, at 624 in the morning, where's your heart? Where's your heart fixated on? Is it fixed on the things of the world or is it fixed on Jesus? All right. And after that, where's your mind? Is your mind meditating on the words of the Lord or is it is it focused on the things of this world? Like I said this morning, I got up, I got a shower, got dressed and I started looking through my social media postings. But before I did that, I made sure I started talking with the Lord this morning. Because I love to talk to him. 
I try to talk to him as often as I can. I don't talk to him as much as I should, but as often as I can. And as I was reading some of these posts from uh, some of the uh, the people on Twitter who are who are Christian, or they at least they claim to be on Twitter, as I was reading that, I was praying, Lord, you know, if this is, you know, if you want me to answer these people and give my opinion, give me the thoughts. And that's what I was doing. And that's how I got, I believe, to where I'm at this morning was because between reading that young lady's post about being uh, in a mental health crisis, between that and reading another post where um, a person was discussing on how difficult it is to, to basically be uplifting and, and joyful right now. That's what got my heart stirred. And that's what got me to thinking about this. All right. Because understand, there's times where I get on here like yesterday and, and some other times where I like to get on here. And I just like to talk to you guys because I love just, just talking with you guys. I really do. But there are times where whether you want to believe it or not, where God puts it on my heart and says, Royce, this is what I want you to go out and say. Okay. And whether I'm firing up the wisdom app, whether I'm getting on my podcast, whether I'm running into other people and talking, God puts it on my heart and says, now go and tell it, go and share it. See, I learned something also a long time ago. When I first came into ministry, when the Lord used to give me these thoughts and this feeling and the words and the scriptures, I used to hold on to them, keep, keep them deep in them, into my heart because I thought they were just meant for me. Oh, well, you know, I'm being fed. The Lord's showing me this. He's, he's giving me the scripture. This is for me. Okay, I need to study on this. But what I realized is, no, it wasn't for me. It's for the, the reason and the purpose that God gave it to me for, all right? So as a believer, as a Christian, as a follower of Christ, it's my job, my job to share the good news and the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world. It's not my job to save you. It's not my job to lead you to Christ. It's not my job to lead you to becoming saved. That's not my job. That is the Lord's and the Holy Spirit's job. That's not my job. My job is to share the good news, to tell you about a man named Jesus and how he died for you and I. So you could live eternity. So you could have a relationship with God. That's what my job is. And that is a full-time job. Do I get paid? Absolutely not. And that's quite all right. What I, what, what, uh, gains I receive, I can't say monetary, what gains I receive is the, the blessed feelings I get from the Holy Spirit. When I go out and I do my job, and if it was done right, the feeling I receive from it. See, I've only been, I've only been blessed a couple of times in my life to where I've shared Jesus and I've been able to, to watch 
as they call it, the fruits of my labor. In other words, share the word and see the aftermath of someone who decided to turn their life and give it to Jesus and become saved, or who decided to come back to Christ and rededicate themselves to following Jesus. I've only handed a, a very handful of times, probably two or three times in my life, I've been able to witness that. Now, I've seen it in churches. I've seen it at church camps. I've seen it at vacation Bible schools. I've seen it in other places. But, and that's only because the word of God was spread. It was given. It was sent out and people responded. Like I said, a handful of times I've ever seen it to where I shared the word and got to see what the fruit of that labor was. And I'm telling you, that's, that is a glorious time to be able to see when young men and women can come to Christ and turn their life over to him. That is a wonderful time. It's a rejoicing time to see that. But it doesn't always happen to where you're able to see it. See, it's kind of like this. We we had a guy in Sunday school this past Sunday when we got, got into our different discussions. And uh, I've, I have preached on the uh, sower of the field. It's a parable that Jesus talked about where there's, you know, basically four types of soil and where the uh, sower went out and, and planted the seeds in his field to grow his harvest. And some fell on rocky places and the seed never took. And some fell on uh, thorny ground and the thorns choked out the young uh, sprouts. Some fell on the ground and the birds ate it up, but some fell on the perfect soil and took root and grew. Okay. And so I'll get into that another day talking about the soils and stuff. But one of the, one of the guys in Sunday school said this and it was spot on. And when he said it, 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 it touched, it touched my heart in such a way, because like I said, I've preached on this multiple times, but the Lord showed me it in a different way when he said it. And he says this, talking about the, the fruits of our labor, talking about spreading the gospel, spreading the good news of Jesus. He said, it's like this. He said, it's like the farmer who goes up and plows up his field to prepare to plant his crops. As, as the plow is digging, whether it's by, you know, tractor, like modern days, or if it was like it was in the old days with horses or animals, as it's pulling the plow, you're going to be turning over that soil, that dirt. And he says, sometimes you hit a rock and a rock will spring up out of the dirt, you know, pop up. And he says, sometimes your plow will get stuck because it hits a larger rock that it cannot pull up. And so now you either got to A, dig, or, dig it out or B, go around it. And that, that, that was profound because the way it hit me, because I saw it this way. All right. I saw it this way. We, as followers of Christ, go out and we spread the seed. 
The condition of the heart to receive the word of God depends on how it was prepared. See, I'm a believer, strong, firm believer that God can take the hardest of any heart and he can soften it and break it down. I am a believer of that. I'm also a believer that as we gather our seed up in our bag to go sow to, to, to plant it, I believe there are times where other people has been spreading the gospel and they've been out there tilling the soil. Does that make sense? Because look at it this way. If you're a follower, if you're a believer of Christ and you're listening to me this morning and you've, you went out and you've talked to people about Jesus or you had a conversation where somebody brought up Jesus and you started talking to them about him, I believe you're out there preparing the soil. Okay? You may be out there doing it. You may be the one that's out there allowing that uh, plow, if you will, to get into the soil and start digging on it. Start trying to break it down, all right? And then it may be something you said that breaks that down. And then it's it's something maybe somebody else says one day that plants that seed. Because see, we all have we all have a job to do, all right? And what we do is now is not counterproductive. I believe everything that each and every one of us does as, as followers and believers of Jesus, there is a plan and a purpose for it. And so if we're willing to listen and to be obedient and to follow, we would see how our job and our purpose and our mission is very important in this day and time. What does the soil have to do with being seasoned, you're going to ask? Or what does it have to do about being the light of the world? The thing is this. We have to let our light shine in a world full of darkness because people need to be able to see the light. There are people stumbling around in the darkness today, ladies and gentlemen, who are searching for a light. They're searching for something that they could cling on to, that they can hold on to in their moment of weakness and darkness. And it's either going to be the things of this world or it's going to be Jesus. And so we all have a choice this morning to let our light shine, to let Christ shine from us into a world full of darkness and pray that the people see the light. They see Christ in us through the way we live, through the way we act, through the way we treat others to cause them to want to know more. Because if they want to know more, they're going to want to, to come to you or go somewhere and learn about Jesus. And the more they want to learn and the more they want to know, the more that their heart is yearning for something of substance. And Jesus is that substance. So many times have we looked and we've chased things of the world trying to fulfill our, our emptiness just to find out that what we're replacing or what we're putting in our bodies or in our souls or in our hearts or in our lives is just as empty as, as the whole is that we're trying to fill. Because too many times in this world, we are let down by the things of this world. We're let down by people. We're let down by by actions and 
and things that happen in our life. And then if you look at a believer as a follower of Christ, sometimes our joy is stolen from the world because we've come complacent and become a part of the world instead of being separated from the world. If I'm wrong this morning, if you think I'm wrong this morning, tell me. Because I'm going to tell you, on the authority given to me by God himself as a, as a minister to, to spread his word, I'm telling you, I stand on the truth today. And the truth is the word of God, and it is spoken by every believer in the world today. All right, I stand on the foundation, the solid rock of Christ to tell you this today. Because what did Jesus tell Peter? All right. What did Jesus what did Jesus tell Peter when he was talking to Peter and he, he asked him those questions and he asked the disciples, who does men say that I am? And they said, well, some say you Elijah, some say you're this prophet, some say you that. And he asked again, he goes, so who do you say that I am? And that's when Peter stood up and he says, you are the Messiah, you are the Christ. You are Jesus, the son of the true living God. And that's when Jesus looked at him and said, bless you, Simon Peter. For flesh and blood did not tell you, but the spirit told you. Because upon this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So if we stand on the true and authority of God and we stand on his word, hell will not, prevent, will not prevail against it. And see, you got to understand this morning that that's one thing that Satan can't stand. He cannot stand when the word of God is spread because when it does, it burns him. Because you know what? He know he's lost the war. He's just got a couple of battles he's still fighting, but he lost the war. How did he lose the war, you may ask? Here's how he lost the war. He lost the war when Jesus went to the cross and he crucified himself for you and I. When he took on the sins of the world for you and I and he laid his body on the cross. No man put him on it. He laid himself on it. And in three days, he rose again from the grave. He, built, he, he beat hell, death, and the grave. And now he sits at the right hand of the Father and he makes a way for you and I. That's what the devil hates this morning. And every believer, every man, woman, and child that has Jesus in his heart, that believes in the Lord Jesus Christ, that Satan himself cannot stand you this morning because you have a light inside of you that will shine brighter than anything on this earth. And if you believe in the Jesus and if you believe in the word and you're willing to, to follow the word, and you're willing to carry the word in a world that is lost, Satan has you as his number one target. Now, some of you may say, well, why would I want to do that and be a target? Well, you know what? I'd rather be a target and have Satan coming after me than to be on this earth and Satan leave me alone. Because if the devil leaves me alone, it means that I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing as a Christian. It means I'm complacent. It means I am just here. And it means that he's satisfied with everything that I'm doing. You understand? So I'm one of these people, you know what? 
I will take. I will take the the targeting uh, from the devil versus him leaving me alone. That's what I'll do. It's tough. I'm not going to lie. It's not easy. There, there's never been an easy moment in my life being being a follower of Jesus. There, there never has. There's been some good times, but it's not easy because the world is judging me. The devil's after me. And everybody's waiting for you to fall down and trip up so they can sit there and say, I got you. See, I told you you were a hypocrite. Well, you know what? Let me tell you something about me. I was a sinner saved by grace, saved by love of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am still a sinner to this day. I sin daily and I have to ask for forgiveness. I am not perfect. I don't walk on water. I don't do any of those things. I'm a man put on this earth and for 28 years, I have tried to follow Jesus as a believer. For 22 years, I tried to follow Jesus as a minister in his ministry. I'm not perfect. I've never claimed to be perfect. And I'm constantly learning. But let me tell you something. I'd rather take days like this, the way I feel in my heart from the Holy Spirit, versus any great day that you could give me on this earth by having money and all this other stuff. Because let me tell you something, all of that stuff will go away one of these days because it's material. But what I got in my heart, what I feel this morning, the joy that I feel, the spirit that's moving inside of me, is something that I would love to have forever and ever and ever, every day of my life. And one day I will have that when I lay this body down and I go to heaven. But until then, I'm on this earth and I have to be careful on this earth. Does that make sense? So where am I going with all of this? You're going to ask. You may be asking. It's like this. Today. Today. Allow your light to shine. Be the salt of the earth. Allow people to see this in you. Let Allow people to see Jesus coming from you. Allow people to know that you're seasoned, that you're special, that you are a child of God. And if the opportunity presents itself, just tell the world about Jesus. Somebody needs to hear this today. I'm telling you. I feel it in my bones, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody needs to hear this today. And you know what? It may not only just be on this show. I may run across somebody today at work that needs to hear this. This may be a prelude to something that, that's coming. This may be a warm-up because I've had that to happen before. All right? Be invited to a church to preach on a, on a Sunday. You get a call maybe on a Tuesday or Wednesday. You've, you've literally preached your sermon multiple times throughout the week before you get to Sunday. I've had that happen. But let me tell you, it's all about what you can do with it today. All right? 
Each one of us has been given an opportunity as believers of Christ, as a follower, to share the good news, to share the message of Jesus. It is up to us whether or not we want to do that. All right. So listen, I got to work, fixing to have to go in here and get started. Um, thank y'all so much for spending time with me this morning. Um, thank you. And as always, I love to do my shout outs with my listeners. Um, there's a handful of you guys on this morning, but that's quite all right. So let's go with uh, Miss Andrea. Thank you. Philip, child of God. Thank you. Uh, uh, let's see who else we got on here. Miss Hampson. Thank you. Mr. Amazing. Thank you for joining. Hakeem. Thank you. Johnny. Miss Raquel. Thank you. Uh, thank y'all so much. All right. I, I really appreciate it. I believe, I believe that it's a blessing when you're able to get people that want to sit down and listen to you. All right. Because not, like I said, not all, all people believe in Jesus. Some stop by and they listen because they want to, they want to hear what I have to say. Just like, uh, the other morning I had a gentleman who, who got onto the show as a guest very respectful and he says you know I, I enjoy listening to you but i don't believe in i don't believe in jesus um and you know that's that's quite all right i guess you know he he may be of a different religion different background that he may believe a different way but the fact fact he got on here and one of the things he he's usually a a uh regular on the on the listening side of the show, but uh, he may be busy this morning, but it's nice to be able to, to have those conversations and be able to talk to each other. Because let me tell you, you don't always find people that respectful, all right? Because trust me, 22 years of doing this on this earth, between my podcast, between my uh, streaming that I do, between my websites and, and my, my social pages, I have been blasted by a lot of people who have said some very non-respectful uh, uh, non things, I should say. I've had people pretty much tell me what they think um, in a very upfront way, but still getting mad at them, still getting upset, still getting all fired up. That ain't for me to do. So all I could do is just listen to them and 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 say, like I always say, we can we can agree to disagree. Because that's one of the, that's one of the things we have the ability to do. To agree to disagree. And that's quite all right if you do. It's quite all right if you if you disagree. Because you ain't gonna you ain't gotta agree with me hundred percent of the time. I don't I don't expect anybody to do that. But what I do expect is everybody to try to be as, as respectful as I can, especially when they, they come on to, to, to one of my shows, because I want people to treat each other with respect. I'm going to respect you. It's like uh, a while back, I got in a discussion. I think it, I was streaming online. This is probably like a year or so ago. I was streaming online and uh, got in a discussion about God. And it got... 
it got interesting to say the least. So, good morning. So, you too, sir. So, uh, so yeah, I was, I got in a discussion and, and, you know, this young man, he was trying his darnest to, to explain to me on how, you know, God's not real. God has not been, ever been real in his life and all of this. And, and he was trying to explain to me on how other things that he was following in the world was as true as God himself and all of this. And, and I just listened to him. And then all I did was I just backed up my beliefs with scripture. And I said, at the end of the day, it's a choice. It's a choice whether or not you want to believe God, believe in God or not. It's a choice. Nobody's sitting there twisting your arm and said, you're going to do this or else. Nobody's going to sit there and, and do like some religions do and say, either you believe this way or we're going to kill you. It's never been like that. It's a choice. So, but listen, let me get off this thing. Let me get to work. I'm going to try to be back on around 2.30ish this afternoon for the ride home. All right. So uh, if you get an opportunity, um, go to go to my website, jesusandacupofjoe.com. Subscribe, follow, and share. Subscribe to the uh, podcast. Follow us on social media and share us with your friends and family. Um, but thank you so much for listening this morning and being a, being a part of the show. And uh, I hope and pray you guys have a fantastic day, okay? So as I get ready to get out of here, it's real simple. It's just like this. You always start your day with Jesus and a cup of Joe. God bless.